All right, we got the tenor sax, vocal group, piano, drums, and guitar. We're all set to make a hit rock and roll record. Now let's hear it. Hold it, hold it. Something's missing. A teenage idol, man. You don't have a teenage idol. Oh, yeah. Yeah, wait here. I'll get one. Hey, kid. Who, me? Yeah, can you sing? No. Good, come with me. Hey, uh, where were you going just now? I was on my way to high school. Perfect. Now you stand up there in front of that microphone and say high school when I point at you. Kid, you're gonna be a big record star. Ooh-ooh. Hey, that's good too. Throw that in. Now here we go. High Hey, wait a minute. What did you put that on the end for? Well, it was just a little, you know, embellishment. Oh, yeah? Well, you keep that up, and the first thing you know, this record will swing. And then where will we be? Yeah. Okay, you guys, that's the first side. Isn't that a kind of short song? Yeah, it gets more plays that way. Oh, I... Hey, uh, by the way, what's your name? Clyde Ankle. Perfect. But I can't sing. Well, what's that got to do with anything? You got all the requirements. A pretty face and a pompadour. Well, do I get to pose beside a tiger? Nah, that's been done. Maybe we'll get you a moose. Well, maybe now I can have my admiroids taken out. What, and ruin your amateur standing? Well, could you at least get me a date with that mouseketeer that grew up? All right, we'll see. Oh, boy. Uh, now, you're going to go three nights a week for finger-snapping lessons. Ooh, I've wanted to do that as long as I've been in showbiz. Hey, wait a second. How long you been in showbiz? About a minute and a half. Oh. Now, let's see if you can act humble in front of the press. Okay. Oh, I'll never replace Elvis. All right. He's the king, All right, all right, all right already. Don't overdo it. Hey, how can we be sure the girls are going to scream at me? Ah, don't worry, will you, kid? I got a screaming machine right here. Yeah? It replaces a teenage audience. We put it in the back of the auditorium, push the button, panic's built. Here, listen. <laughs> will you get out of that drummer's lap? Bent my symbol, man. Now here's some variations. <laughs> Whoops, wrong crowd. Well, let's do the other side of the record. I'll turn on the machine here and there. Uh-huh. Yeah, so you can get, you know, conditioned to it. Yeah, okay. What am I gonna use for words on this side? Who cares? Say the first thing that comes into your head. Okay. What are you going to do with that sharp stick? Oh, never mind what I'm going to do with it. Just sing, will you? Here we go. When I was on my way to high school, when a guy came through the door, and he said he's going to make me a big record star. But he says I can't sing. He says it doesn't matter. He says you've got a pretty face and a pompadour. What's it doing with that stick, man? Oh, perfect. 
Stick with me, kid. Clyde Ankle is gonna jump up the charts. Here's if you keep on with that stick, man. All right. Well, you really think you can get any disc jockeys to play my songs? It's getting tougher, but I'm on my way to see one right now. On the other side of the record. Oh, boy. Right after I stop off at the bank. <laughs> the old pale or old blues, huh? What kind of crack is that? That's an insult to my integrity. And you're listening to the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show on CITR FM 101.9, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And yes, it's time now for the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show. And we have a guest in the studio right now. Hello, guest. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Who are you? Why, it's Eddie J. Eddie J, please explain, what did we just hear, and what are we continuing to do today? Well, this this is going to be just for fun, and we're going to play, play a bunch of uh, weird old records from, from the past there. And, um, we and, st- we st- and, yes, I guess, what exactly did we hear just there? Please explain, Ed. Well, we heard part one of the old Paola Roll Blues uh, by Stan Freeberg, which was uh, a giant hit back in March of 1960. It, uh, it spent one whole week on the Hot 100 at number 99 and then disappeared without a trace. And there's, there's a few things in that uh, record that are, that are kind of outstanding. Uh, when it comes to the screaming cl- kids, uh, you know, as, as uh, being played, uh, that harkens back oh, to the ancient Greeks that used to hire clappers to go to performances and clap for, for the artists. And it's rumored that uh, not only Elvis's manager, but also the Beatles's manager hired Clapper's uh, kids to come to the to early shows and scream for those artists. Now, um, but I've uh, I've got something that's uh, actually dead serious, and and that is I've discovered that there's a, a second kind of payola. And I heard this from um, uh, a record collector who has now passed away just last year. And um, I couldn't believe it when he told me this. Um, so I researched this myself. And I, found, I went through about, um, oh, about 15% of the, uh, of the alphabet researching artists' uh, different records. And I found that there, a pattern. So that uh, I, I pretty much proved this to, to be true. There was a second kind of payola. Now, the, the first kind of payola was where the, um, the, uh, somebody from the record label would pay disc jockeys to play the song. But there was a uh, second kind of uh, payola as well. And, and, and the same labels that um, were associated with the first kind of payola also engaged in the second kind of payola. Um, whereby they would uh, pay somebody, and I'm not saying who, and I don't even know for sh- for sure where in the um, the um, hierarchy uh, this this happened, but they paid to to have certain artists' as records. These were established artists, but and they they paid so that these are artists' records would not. 
um, go up the charts. Uh, they would stay very low. So uh, a lot of these uh, records were in the in the bottom half of the Hot 100, which is kind of um, you know strange these days in a way because uh, a lot of the uh, so-called oldies radio stations will only play top 40 hits. Well, these records would have been top 40 hits, but except that. Uh, these people in in the uh, record companies paid to, so that these people, um, so so that these particular songs would be very low on the charts. Now, what would happen was that these records would sell and sell very well, and uh, and that's why I know that they they should have been big hits because they're very common and uh, you know. Um, they just don't go for a lot of money. They go for, for like cheap. And, uh, if they were scarce, they would be worth more, but they're not. And, uh, one of, one record that I could quote is, um, well, I should have checked this before I left home, but I didn't, but I'm, I'm pretty sure this is off the top of my head. Oh, Baby Doll by Chuck Berry, um, was a very, um, low charter, I think like number 86 or something on the Hot 100. It's a great record and would be very valuable if it were that scarce, but it's just not. So I'm pretty sure that uh, that is one record in particular where uh, the company execs paid somebody in uh, al- along the line that reported to um, Billboard magazine to keep that one um, away from the top 40, away from the top 20, not even in the top 60. And the record we just played hit the what, Ed? Please explain again. The record we just played. Hit a, hit number 99 for one week. Well, you can imagine, you know, that record would not be very popular amongst DJs. <laughs> However, it's so popular, we're going to play the second side now. Yes, we have to hear the second side. The conclusion of the old pale roll blues. With Just for Fun with DJ... Eddie J. On the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio... Show! Your name is what? Barney Schlock. I got this little record company. Uh Uh-huh. Obscurity Records? It would be, uh... Look, I know the probe is on, but I got a record here that's got to happen. High School Oo by Clyde Ankle? How's about it, baby? You want to jump on it? Crazy. Lay it on the floor. Lay it on the (laughs) floor. Hey, that's pretty good. I gotta remember that. <laughs> uh, shall we say 50 clams a week to ride it? Huh? I mean, really ride it? Man, I wouldn't ride something called high school ooh ooh if it had a Vicuna saddle. Yeah, but you got the wrong disc jockey and the wrong station, Clyde. Uh, Barney. Uh, look, if it gets in the top 40, you'll have to play it. Yeah, I'll play that jazz the day Ellis sings the Fats Domino songbook. Well, I- I'd like to get your opinion. No. See what you think of it, huh? No, man. Let's no. just listen to a little of it. Don't let it touch my turntable, man. Well, well wait a minute. I just had shearing on there, man. Look, it'll only take a few seconds. What? Listen. When I was on my way to high school, when I got... Oh, you didn't hear enough of it. Too much. I heard too much. All right, you'll see. The kids will eat it up. They think that's good singing. Is it? Oh, not really, baby, but don't tell the kids I said so, huh? (laughs) Us little rock and roll labels got a good thing going. We pay off a few guys in the key cities here, rig a few charts there, bingo, a new hit parade. And that's how rock and roll was born. (laughs) Yeah, I'm hip. Look, kid, if you don't want bread, what do you need? A little dental work? 
trip to Vegas? Forget it. Pre-1959 cranberries? <laughs> You're all heart, Barney. Heart? That thing right behind your shoulder holster. Huh? Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you don't want to give high school a ride then, huh? Only on a rail. Oh, listen, kid. Payola's the only way a little record artist can get off the ground. Yeah? Did you ever hear of talent? No, who does he record for? Look, nothing really good ever had to pay to get played, only junk. The majority of disc jockeys never played ball with you at any price, but that's all over now. You've been benched. I have? And not a moment too soon. If your game had gone on much longer, the kids would have forgotten what music sounded like. I've almost forgotten myself. Not me. Can I show you to the door? No, I'll just slide out under it. That figures. Don't worry. I'll be glad to get out of the music business. You know what? You were never in it. Stanley? Yeah, Billy? Has he gone? Yeah. I thought he'd never leave, like. Didn't we all? Here, you want a copy of High School Ooh Ooh? Crazy. I'll have it melted down into a little vinylite statue of Conway Twitty. Why not? You ready, Judd? Yeah. Okay, hit it, Billy. Goodbye, 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 obscurity records. Goodbye, goodbye, you overnight one-shot Hello, music Hello, swing Hello, jazz, you beautiful thing Hello, 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 hello What you gonna do when the So long, so long, so long You nasal obstruction You had your date, but So long, Tin Pan Amateur Night. Goodbye, 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 goodbye. Misconstrue when she says, You bangy, me bangy too. They beat their tom toms every time she shakes a fancy hip. They beat their tom toms and they keep a very stiff lower lip. The chassis of the lassie is in very good taste. The lines are very fine and not a thing's got to waste. 
They figure right away that it means unga bunga boo when she says you me too. She's given Congo lessons back in her bamboo hut. The price is very nice, it's only two coconuts. But Congo lessons quickly go ask you when she says you bangy, me bangy too. They beat their tom-toms and they make a lot of noise. They beat their tom-toms, after all boys will be boys. Missionaries try to play to straighten her out But Lulu says it's way too late and it's true, no doubt Cause after all, what can the fellas do When she says, you, me, too To Saxon monarchs and on the wrong syllable Down under it they blunder causes lots of trouble But in any country it's a hell of a cue When she says, you bangy, me bangy, too They beat their tom-toms Every time she shakes a fancy hip They beat their tom-toms And they keep a very stiff lower lip The chieftain of the tribe wanted to make her his bride But Lulu said, no, no, you've got one wife on his side But chief said, do not worry, tonight she's barbecue Then you dug me dug too The latest word that's been heard from that tropical land Is that riot after riot has things way out of hand The chief just found out that Lulu will not woo-woo When she says, you bangy, me bangy That is just her native slangy All she means is, how do you do? This is the stick-up. Okay, everybody down on the floor and nobody will get hurt. Not you, Charlie. Okay, Charlie, start putting the money in the sack. Not the pennies. Charlie. Okay, Charlie, grab the bag and let's go. No, Charlie, the money bag. Okay, Charlie, through the door. Open the door. Turn the key, Charlie. The cops! Charlie, you should have bought 
Podcast. And you're still listening to the Nerd War, the human serviette radio show, just for fun, with guest DJ... Eddie J. Eddie J., what did we just hear there? An amazing band that you have no idea anything about. Please explain. Well, it's just a very obscure little record. Uh, the, uh, the person that did the record called themselves Al Catraz, and that was Charlie and the Bank Job from November 1962. And you have no information on it at all. Super obscure. Before that, we had Ruth uh, Wallace do, doing You Bangy, Me Bangy, too. Uh, now, Ruth Wallace was the first woman to own her own record company. And, uh, and she was a very astute businessman. I know that because uh, she started off recording for the deluxe uh, record label out of Cincinnati, Ohio, and she either bought back, or, <clears throat> excuse me, she either bought back all her old masters, or she leased them out to the company in the first place, because when she started her own uh, record company, Wallace Original, um, all those uh, early records that she had cut for Deluxe were reissued. And before that, we heard something you didn't totally explain there. Mr. Maytag. Could you please explain? Mr. Maytag. You had a lot of payola stuff you are talking about there. Well, I wanted to say one more thing about Ruth Wallace. Um, now, those records, uh, her records were uh, considered risque records uh, back in the early 50s. And actually, when you went into a record store, um, they were under-the-counter records. In fact, when I bought uh, my copy of You Bangy from... Uh, I believe it was Henderson's Records in Seattle, they literally uh, went under the, the counter and pulled out a box. And uh, back in the day when uh, records were being sold for 69 cents a piece, that record sold for a whole dollar and a half. So that was a serious investment back in 1950. And uh, yes, uh, g getting back to Stan Freeberg, uh, he mentions pre-1959 cranberries. In 1959, uh, uh, canned uh, cranberries uh, caused uh, a rash of uh, poisoning in the States. Uh, I don't know if anybody died. I think there were a couple deaths, but there were a lot of people got sick uh, uh, on uh, cran can cranberries in 1959. And winding up here on Just for Fun, the Just for Fun portion of the Nardwater Human Survey Radio Show with DJ... Hey, DJ, what one, do we have? Well, there's one more thing I wanted to mention uh, about the Stan Freeberg record. Ed, thank you for bringing so much information. <laughs> you always bring the information, don't you, DJ Eddie J? For people that don't know, who are you again? This is Crazy Ed! A Vancouver record collector, right? That's what yeah. you call yourself. Yeah. And one more thing. Maybe the next show we should do together should be called One More Thing. What do we have here? <laughs> I just got to mention that uh, with Stan Freeberg on that uh, record was Jesse White, the original Maytag repairman from the commercials. And right now we're going to play a uh, Vaughn Monroe record. Now in the early 50s, Vaughn Monroe was one of the biggest pop artists of, of his day. And uh, by the time he made this record, he was uh, an acronym already. Um, this is a record that he made for MGM in 1960. Uh, and, uh, of course, you know, he had just a beautiful singing voice, which uh, makes this one even, you know, more strange in a way because he just does a monotone narration. This one's called Learn to Ski by Mail. 
courtesy the Bellingham, Washington Value Village. <laughs> yeah, you notice that on the sleeve. That's right. Just for fun on an Ardwarder Human Serviette Radio show. <laughs> sad, sad story about Mr. Charlie Greer, whose only life ambition was to be a perfect skier. One day he read an ad, send $10 without fail, and you received 10 lessons and learned to ski by mail. Now Charlie sent his money in and he could hardly wait. Until the day the postman brought that package to the gate. As coincident would have it, it snowed that very day. So Charlie headed toward the mountains, studying all the way. Lesson one, he read aloud while riding on the bus. Learn words like Lindisfarne, Slalom, and Shush. He didn't know just what they meant. In fact, he didn't care. He couldn't wait to put on skis and go flying through the air. Lesson number two, he read while at the lodge ski shop. It told him all the things he'd need from the bottom to the top. Skis and bindings, pants and jacket, goggles, poles and hats. It took his whole life savings, but he didn't blink at that. Lesson number three, he read while riding the lift chair. Follow the instructions, wax your skis with care. And when he reached the very top, he skipped read number four. Step turn edging, herringbone, he was learning more and more. He decided that he'd start out while reading lesson five. Some stuff about Stem Christie, rotation, all that jive. Lesson six came just in time while running past some trees. Keep those poles behind, bend your ankles, bend your knees. Lesson seven and eight had him skiing parallel. Lesson nine, he liked real fine how to yodel well. But suddenly he discovered, as he reached a sudden drop, number 10 was missing, skiing how to stop. Well, by now he was doing about 193. Went through an old pine forest, he cut down every tree. He muttered through his icy breath as he hit a great big bump. Just like I've seen in newsreels, I guess I'm gonna jump. He took off like a rocket, and though it seems absurd, someone heard him shouting, Look, I'm flying like a bird! There was a loud explosion as he passed the speed of sound. It echoed through the valleys, the mountains, and the towns. Seven days and nights of searching by the ski patrol found no trace of Charlie in any earthly hole. For he was high in orbit, and smiling like a goon. Guess what he was singing? Racing with the moon. Oh, 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 oh. We're out in the country on a hunting spree. A big wild hog got after me. Bye. 
listening to Nardwar, the human serviette radio show with guest DJ, Eddie J. Eddie J, what did we just hear right there? Some... Yeah, that was Wild Hog Hop by Benny Hess, um, uh, obscure Texas record. Just for fun and something that you spent a lot of fun trying to acquire, didn't you, Ed? Oh, yes. Um, well, that's a strange rockabilly record. So uh, I, had, I had a lot of fun the last week because uh, I was trying to find it. And, of course, uh, I had that rockabilly record buried in the uh, Just for Fun novelty section, so I couldn't find it. So for a week I was going nuts, and I finally figured it out last night. Oh, yeah, it's right there with those novelty records. And before that, Vaughn Monroe with Learn to Ski by... Yes, uh, Learn to Ski by Mail, Vaughn M- Monroe, uh, who had uh, oh just a raft of hits in the early 50s, uh, pop style, and including um, the, the huge uh, hit um, Riders in the Sky, and of course Racing with the Moon uh, it was another one of his big hit records. Well, thanks for bringing out all these just-for-fun artifacts to the Nardwarda Human Serviette radio show, Ed. What do we got coming up right now We're gonna play to end a- the just-for-fun? Gonna, we're going to play uh, Eddie Lawrence. He had a big hit record with uh, The Philosopher, but uh, this is an obscure one from uh, February 58 called The Visitor, which is me, Eddie J. Well, thank you, Eddie J, for being the visitor and just for funding on an Ardwarty Human Serviette Radio Show with guest DJ Eddie J. Keep on rocking in the free world and do 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 do. Almost said do 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 do. Look who's coming, man! It's the visitor. The whole world's eating off the same soft salami. Keep talking, wise man. Tell us more, mighty one. The whole world's patching up the same pair of faded blue jeans. I dig your epigrams. More maxims, Max. He who chases blondes usually winds up with brunettes. He who chases brunettes usually winds up with redheads. He who chases redheads usually winds up with... Freckles. Dole out the dictums, David. 
Max, you are a motto master. The whole world's hitting homers with a hopped-up baseball. The whole world's pulling the same rayon ripcord. He who looks for trouble not only seeks it out, but invites it in like a discarded uncle on a rainy Monday. Go, man of infinite wisdom, go. More maxims, Max. Adages, adages. The whole world's looking for a raincoat you can get married in. The whole world's looking for a good five-cent cigar for a dime. When it's June in January, you're probably in Rio de Janeiro. I dig your creed. He who spends his money freely without any regard for the future usually winds up in the past. He who likes running around in circles usually winds up running around with squares. He who, who he... Another round, Captain. Sam the Sage, Spout. The whole world's slipping on the same rotten banana peel. The whole world's looking for fat-free chicken fans. The whole world's searching for a subway token that also works on a bus. Half the world's looking at half of Sophia Lauren. The whole world's looking for big car comfort in a two-wheel push car. Send me with a he-who, Dad. He who follows in his father's footsteps stands right in back of him at the unemployment insurance office. Ah. More, oh mighty one, more. The whole world's kicking the same poor gong around and the melody that comes out of it is a theme song of humanity. Shake, rattle, and roll. Ah. He's leaving us. Don't go. Don't leave us, wise man. The visitor is on his way. The whole world's eating off the same skinless frankfurter. The whole world's looking for a plastic bullet. The whole world's drinking out of the same rubber hose. The whole world's looking for a window box that grows whipped potatoes. Man, he's gone. And you're still listening to the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show. Yes! It's time now for the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show Part 2. We still have guests in the studio here today. Hello, are you still there, guests? I'm here, I'm here. First off, who are you? Well, this is Crazy Ed. DJ Eddie J, who has been on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show a couple times. Please explain who you are yet again, Ed, for the people that may not have picked up on maybe, say, like the ten times you've been on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show. Well, I'm just a local record collector. I've been collecting records for decades now. And you're back on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show after being on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show last week. Thanks for being on the show last week, Ed. Really appreciate it. Oh, well, thanks for having me. And we got some feedback. Uh, Joey Smith sent me an email regarding a show I did with you, DJ Eddie J, Crazy Ed. And he said, how do I get into Ed Lasko's will? What an awesome episode. That was from Joey Smith. 
Oh, well, thank you, Joey. Now, Joey is kind of psychic. How do I get into Ed Lasko's will? Well, you're not dying on an Ardwarty Human Serviette radio show. Well, some people might say we're both dying. Baboom, we'll just begin on an Ardwarty Human Serviette radio show. But sadly, today, will, death, that's what we're going to be dealing with on an Ardwarty Human Serviette radio that's show. That's right. We're going to do a tribute to the people that died last year in 2012. A tribute to the fallen. And yeah. what do we have lined up right now to begin with tribute to the fallen? on an Ardwar Human Survey radio show with special guest DJ, Eddie J. Well, we're going to take them in order. So uh, going back, uh, actually, just, just uh, about a year ago, on January 17th, 2012, uh, Johnny Otis, the great Johnny Otis, passed away. Um, his big hit was Willie and the Handjive, which was a huge hit for him, number nine on the Hot 100. And the R&B people liked them all the way to number five. But we're going to play something kind of obscure now. We're going to play um, what was a minor hit for for him in uh, May 59. It uh, went to number 52 on the Hot 100 for five weeks. But the thing about this record is this is really super cool. This is a stereo 45 from 1959. So if you got headsets, uh, put them on. And um, otherwise, if uh, stand bet- between your speaker to get the stereo uh, effect. Now, Johnny Otis discovered Etta James. Is that his biggest claim to fame, would you say? Oh, well. Because I see. would like to ask you yeah. about his other appearances on record. I have a record here in front of me. What does this say, DJ <laughs> Eddie J? What do we have here? Well, this is something else. Um, I, I can't believe the title of this. It's, uh, the title is Sex Mouth, the Johnny Otis Show live featuring Leroy Daniels. Uh, this is an album that I've never seen before. On the amazing Laugh Record. On Records. the Laugh record label. So this is Johnny Otis on the Laugh record label. He did tons and tons of these records. Maybe we'll slip in a bit of Sex Mouth, the Johnny Otis show live. This was probably in the mid-60s when the hits were starting to dry up. What was happening to Johnny Otis after the initial run of hits? I kind of think that was probably in the 70s. It looks like an early 70s to me, but um, um, well, you know, Johnny Otis used to host a, um, a jam session, and so he just Discovered a lot of people, so you know, Etta James was one of them. But uh, you know, Big Mama Thornton was another. Um, he was involved with just an awful lot of people. So you know, his biggest claim to fame, I think, was uh, probably Willie and the Handjive, his own hit record, which he sang himself. So let's check it out right now. Johnny Otis with this is casting my spell on tribute to the fallen on the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show. Fish and made it. 
crazy sound, 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 sound. I took a goose egg, a frog leg, and hit them in a sack, 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 sack. I got a Hindu to tattoo, a genie on my back, 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 back. I'm casting my spell on you. I'm casting my spell on you. I'm casting my spell on you. You'll never, never be untrue. Hey. Get me fired the first night I work. I suppose be looking at my audience and I'd be trying to look up on her dress tail. If they get any shorter, they're gonna be two more cheats to powder and another spot to shave. <laughs>
And you're still listening to the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show with guest DJ Eddie J. And we're doing today tribute to the fallen of 2012. That's right, yeah. And uh, of course, back in, uh, let's see, January, February, March, March 28th, 2012, Earl Scruggs passed away. Um, uh, Earl Scruggs of Flattened Scruggs. Uh, Rolling My Sweet Baby's Arms was not a hit record. And um, it's it's very famous, and uh, I guess uh, you can't be into bluegrass uh, without uh, without knowing that song. And um, totally punk too. I loved it. it. Was totally fast. 
Well, most of most of um, bluegrass is played at a breakneck s- speed. That one is specialist seemed like totally punk. And speaking of punk, I have a quote from the person that we played before. Quote, I was originally like a punker. Know what I mean? Like the punks are today. I'd spit in a minute, told this person to enemy. And that was? I don't know what you're talking about. Etta James. Etta James. Etta James. Well, we heard Etta James doing Woman, and uh, that, that's kind of a um, um, big record uh, amongst the uh, women's limbers. Uh, they venerate uh, Etta for, for doing that. And, of course, her, her uh, record was a takeoff on I'm a Man, M-A-N, um, as done by Bo Diddley. And actually, Muddy Waters did a version of it as well. Etta James died on January the 20th, three days after Johnny Otis. And, of course, Johnny Otis discovered Etta. And before that, we began with? Well, that's what we began with, was uh, Johnny Otis, uh, an extremely rare record in or stereo. I should, or I should my spell on you, voodoo. I should say, we didn't begin with, we sandwiched in a bit of your new favorite record, Sex Mouth, the Johnny Otis Show, with Leroy and Skillet there, Ed Lasco. Ah, yes, ah, yes. And coming up on Tribute to the Fallen, we have something by... Levon Helms. When uh, Ronnie Hawkins came up from Alabama to Toronto, uh, Canada, he brought uh, along his drummer, and that was uh, Levon. Um, What are we going to play now? We're going to play 40 Days, which is uh, a record that... uh, uh, Ronnie had uh, a big hit with in June 59. Actually, um, in Toronto, it went all the way up to number four, but on the Hot 100, it was uh, topped out at number 45. Um, Chuck Berry had uh, issued a record earlier in the day uh, called 30 Days, and uh, really cleverly, Ronnie Hawkins changed the 30 Days to 40 Days, and then Clown Day wrote it along with his uh, living girlfriend, and in fact, uh, on the strength of this record, he put out a, a whole LP and uh, stole every song on the LP. Just just wonderful. And Levon was on drums. Yeah, he sure was. And then, of course, uh, this becomes the biggest, uh, big first big musical court case because Chuck Berry sued his, uh, his bottom for, for uh, stealing his record. And, of course, Chuck won. So later copies of uh, 40 Days uh, correctly credit Chuck Berry for being the writer. And Levin and the Hawks basically went on their own pretty much a few years later. And I think it was interesting, in the last waltz, they talk about playing Jack Ruby's Club. They actually played the Carousel Club. Levin Levin and the Hawks played the Carousel Club. And there's actually a record. A Carousel Club record was recorded live at Jack Ruby's Carousel Club. That's out there, I know. I've seen it because Jello Biafra has talked about that in incredibly strange music. But today, we are doing Tribute to the Fallen. And right now, a tribute again, right now to... Levon Helms, who, uh, of course, uh, was the drummer in the band. The Hawks became the the band. On the Nardwar, the human Serviette radio show with guest DJ... Eddie J. I'm gonna give you 40 days to get back home I done called up a gypsy woman on the telephone I'm gonna send out a worldwide who do that And did a very thing that'll suit you I'm gonna say she'll be back home in 40 days Woo! 40 days
to the judge in a private early this morning. And it took me to the sheriff's office to sign a warning. They're gonna go across charge again. That'll be the very thing that said. I'm gonna say that she'll be back home in 40 days. 40 days. 40 days. 40 days. 40 days. I'm gonna say that she'll be back home in 40 days. 40 days. I'm gonna say that she'll be back home in 40 days. I'm gonna sit down and wonder why the hell do that. It'll be the very thing that'll say. I'm gonna say that she'll be back home in 40 days.
This is Kitty Wales. If you love country music as I do, I hope you'll join me in observing Country Music Month all during October. Country music's here to stay, friends, and I'm proud to be a part of it. You're still listening to Denard War, the Human Serviette Radio Show, with tribute to the Fallen of 2012, curated by guest DJ Crazy Ed. Ed, what did we just hear there? Well, that was Kitty Wells, but we started that set with uh, Levon Helms, the drummer for the Hawks, uh, which became the band. Uh, buddy, uh, or excuse me, Ronnie Knox, or oh, hold it, I'll try again. Ronnie Hawkins, that's all right. Anyway, uh, Levon died back in April 19th of uh, 2012, and then uh, after that we had um, Last Night by Duck Dunn uh, and... Uh, uh, by the Marquis actually uh, did that. Uh, that was a huge hit. It was uh, number two on the R&B charts and number three on the Hot 100 from June 61, so a huge hit. And uh, that also had Steve Cropper in that band, and uh, that was their first band. They left the, the Marquis to, uh, to hook up with Booker T. Jones as... Uh, 
Um, Booker T and the MGs, the Memphis group, uh, was their their next band. And, of course, they had a huge hit with uh, Green Onions. I don't know if maybe later in the show we might play that for you. And last heard was uh, the first uh, country queen, uh, the first queen of country music. Boy, did she have a lot to do with it. Uh, She died in, uh, let's see, what is seven? That's July, July 16th uh, of 2012. It wasn't God that made honky-tonk angels. That one um, was on the chart, country and western chart, for 18 weeks. and And it spent a whole six weeks, a month and a half, at number one. Um, just a huge, huge hit, in which, uh, of course, helped to make her that very first uh, queen of country and, uh, country and western music. That, that one was from July 1952. And we interviewed Wanda Jackson. Do you remember that, Ed? I sure do. And we actually asked Wanda Jackson about Kitty Wells. I don't have a clip from that interview handy, but I guess if people want to check it out, just check out nardwar.com and you can click under radio shows and sure enough, we'll come up an interview with Wanda Jackson. But another person interviewed Wanda Jackson and actually asked her as well about Kitty Wells. And Kitty Wells told the mother church of country music. She told the mother church of country music, quote, Kitty Wells and Gene Shepard were two of the first, and then I came along. That was from Wanda Jackson about Kitty. Mm-hmm. Um, I went and saw her, uh, Kitty Wells. Oh, well, that must have been about uh, 10, 12 years ago. And, of course, she was uh, touring with her husband, um, Jack Wright, uh, of Johnny and Jack fame. And... Uh, she was kind of bemused because uh, I didn't I didn't pay her too much attention. There's all these people fawning all over her, but I was busy fawning all over all over uh, Johnny Wright because uh, Johnny and Jack had uh, had uh, started their career uh, hit wise at least covering uh, R and B records and making hillbilly versions of all these neat. Uh, uh, R&B songs. Uh, I was busy uh, talking to him about that, and I, I just got Kitty to to, uh, to autograph a couple EPs for me, and uh, and didn't really uh, talk to her at all. And she was uh, she was uh, very bemused by what I had to say to her husband. Coming up right now, another gentleman that sadly passed away. Yeah, this guy um he, he started off as a uh, as a rockabilly and um actually had a, a couple uh, minor hits in uh, in the 50s or well actually only one hit in the 50s but uh, he covered um uh JP Richardson's the big big boppers uh, the purple people eater meets the witch doctor and and had a uh uh, a record that went up to number 47 on the Hot 100, and in 61 he covered uh, uh, another fella and, um, and and had a little bit of a hit. And uh, it wasn't until uh, 69 that that he had his first great big hit, and uh, um, as uh, which was uh, the games people play. And uh, we're talking about Joe South. And and when did he pass away? Uh, Joe South, let's see, he died in September, September the 5th, uh, 2012. So this is, uh, we're going to play uh, an obscure uh, rockabilly. Uh, this, one, this one's called I'm Snowed by Joe South from 1958. 
on an Ardwarda Human Serviette radio show tribute to the Fallen of 2012 with guest DJ Eddie J. <laughs> Honey, babe, I like the way you wear your clothes. 
My love for you just grows and grows. I like your kind of love, and you know I do. When you're near, you don't know what you do to me, and that's the way it ought to be. I like your kind of love, and you know I do. Don't you know I love you so? Can't you see that? You're for me, honey, babe. I like the way you hold my hand to make me know you understand. I like your kind of love, honey. You know I do, honey, babe. Ooh, honey, babe. Mmm, honey, babe. I like your kind of love. That's good, baby. That's good, honey, babe. I like you. Well, no good lover, and you know you've done me wrong. You are no good lover, and you know you've done me wrong. Ah, but one day, baby, I know you'll come back home. If you treated me right, I never would have gone. If you treated me right. Standing there, say you won't be back. Took all of my money and bought a Cadillac. I'm on my way, on my way to stay. Goodbye, goodbye, that's all I got to say. You were no good lover, and you know you've done me wrong. You were no good lover, and you know you've done me wrong. Oh, but one day, baby, I know you'll sing my song. Start singing. Go. I've done for you Who'd think that you Would be untrue If I'm untrue Don't blame for me Cause it was you Who made me see I, I had better get going Move on down the line Better get going Move on down the line That mean way
And you're still listening to the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show with tribute to The Fallen 2012, curated by guest DJ... It's Eddie J. Eddie, thank you for coming out to the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show, bringing all these sad remembrances, but such great tunes to remember by. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, that was that was a great one. That was um, Mickey and Sylvia's Biggest Miss, I guess. That was a record from 1956 that uh, just didn't get played anywhere. How hard was it to get that record? Well, I was uh, I was kind of amazed. Uh, it's uh, actually it's just been repro out of uh, England, London, England. So uh, that's that's the way it came to my attention. Uh, Mickey Baker just passed away on November 27th, uh, 2012. And, of course, Sylvia Robinson passed away on um, September 29th of uh, 2011. And she went on to start Sugar Hill Records, which basically helped lay the foundations for rap. And she wrote The Message by Grandmaster Flash. So thank you so much, Sylvia Robinson, as well. Yes. And before that, we heard... Well, we heard Andy Williams uh, actually did, did a crooner. I called him a crooner. Is that wrong? Is it wrong to call Andy Williams a crooner? Um, not particularly, since he was uh, best known for being a pop artist. But um, his biggest uh, hit record was a thing called Butterfly, which was a cover of a rockabilly record. And uh, I like your kind of love, which we played, started off in life as a country and western uh, tune. It was written by Melvin Ensley, who was. Uh, uh, a country and western singer he was a um, handicapped person he was um, confined to a wheelchair I don't know how you, how do you play guitar and, and uh, manage your wheelchair somehow he managed that I probably uh, st- stepped out of the wheelchair to, to, uh, to play anyway uh, yeah so Andy passed away uh, did I mention on um, September the 25th of, of 2012 and uh, I guess we're going to start from from the beginning because uh, we sort of run out of uh, records here. I brought... Uh, Which is good because we don't want a lot of people to die, right? No, that's right. That's right. We don't want p- people dying just so we can do a tribute to them. You brought out a bunch of records that were the hits and then the not-so-hits. And we're going to go back to the hits, right? Yeah, we're going to play um, uh, Johnny Otis's biggest hit record. This is Willie and the Hand Jive. On the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show, Tribute to the Fallen of 2012, with guest DJ Eddie J. Grandma gave baby sister time 
And up through the ground come a bubbling crew. All oh, that is 
black gold takes his tea. And you're still listening to the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show with Tribute to the Fallen 2012 with... Eddie J! And Eddie J, what did we just revisit right there? Well, that was uh, Flat and Scruggs uh, doing uh, the uh, theme song for the Beverly Hillbillies. Uh, that one uh, goes back to uh, December 62. That was a huge country and western hit. It was number one on the, the country charts, and it was number one for three weeks, 20 weeks total, huge uh, run. On uh, the Hot 100, it didn't do that well, but just missed the top 40, topping out at number 44. And that goes out to Earl. And before that, we had... Who passed away. Oh, yes, uh, Earl Scruggs, that's great. Uh, before that, we had Etta James' Tell Mama, which was a huge R&B hit uh, from November 67. That was number 10 on the R&B charts. On all your records, Ed, do you write down birthdays and death days on a lot of your records? Because I'm looking at your 45s here, and there's a lot of information on your 45 sleeves. Some of these sleeves are totally written on front and back. Just, uh, you know, as, as I'm accumulating uh, information, uh, yeah, I try to keep track of things like that, just in case uh, I go on a radio program, so I've got interesting things to say about these folks. And to end the Nardwarta Human Serviette radio show, some more Ronnie Hawkins and also some Dave Brubeck. We're going to end up with a, a Dave Brubeck. We're going to play Ronnie Hawkins' first record, which was cut in uh, Toronto, Canada, and was only released on a Canadian label. That, uh, and this one goes back to January 1959. So this is Ronnie Hawkins doing Hey Bo Diddley. And also we're going to have some Dave Brubeck as well you were going to mention. We're going to end up with uh, Take 5 by Dave Brubeck. Uh, uh, Take 5 was originally an album cut for, uh, on a 1959 release. And it sort of became an underground thing that, uh, you know, the jazz people were, were playing this thing. So that in September of 61, it was released on a 45 for the first time and became uh, a hit on the, the Hot 100, a pop hit, uh, in fact. 
and went up the charts to number 25. It was a chart hit for 12 weeks, so I had a pretty good run. And Dave passed away. Yes, Dave passed away last December, December 5th, 2012. And I'm happy to say DJ Fontana is not dead, right, Ed? You know what? There was a rumor that DJ Fontana had died last September. And, of course, I was totally sucked in by this rumor. And you know what? There's there's another hot rumor on DJ Fontana that DJ Fontana died on February the 2nd, 2013. Ba-boom! That's tomorrow, folks. Well, thanks so much for coming out to the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show, Ed. Really appreciate it. Anything else you'd like to add to the people out there in our Tribute to Fallen episode of the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show, Tribute to the Fallen 2012, with guest DJ Eddie J. Well, I just hope you enjoyed the show, and um, hope to be back here again sometime and play some more of these great old hits. Well, thanks so much, Ed. Keep on rocking in the free world and do 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 do. I got a baby, she's all so pretty. Found way out in the windy city. Somebody kissed my baby last night My brother made a question the whole world right All oh, you women, you stand in line Love your baby in an hour's time
Thank you. 